The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up? Before I get started, let me introduce everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. He is so loud that my ears just broke, pierced my brain. Anyway, we're under construction, and right now we have temporary mics hanging from the ceiling, so we sound like we're tinny or we're in some sort of a auditorium or a public toilet. Public <laughs> toilet, maybe. But anyway. We also got the... Wait, not finished. Okay. When I point to you... Well, no, we have to like go introduce everybody before you go point. into stories. I know, but I'm not going into stories. Okay. I'm going to smack him on the air. Anybody want to watch me smack this fucker around? I do. He made me Hit curse, him. too. And I wasn't cursing anymore. He makes me curse. He brings out the vulgarity in me. Jim. I can't take they it. They say we look great. Okay. Go ahead. We're under constructions. We have walls and ceilings, but we don't have carpeting on the floor. The insulation is up for soundproofing, but the sheetrock isn't, so therefore we sound like we're echoing. But once they complete this place, it's going to be gorgeous, cool, comfortable, with all wonderful equipment. So bear with us. And if one of us gets hit with a two-by-four and we're unconscious, well, the other one will continue the show. Go ahead, now. So we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Chad, can you hear us okay? I can. I can hear you. You're under construction. Now, what's he doing with his finger there? Stop that, Ron. I was I giving know. him the goose finger because he's the, annoying. The, I'm divorcing him, you know. He's I got me all the, the goose. Pa- oh, I got the papers. You got the papers ready? Uh, oh, I, got, I write it down every day what he does. This way, when we go to court, I say, Your Honor, he's gaslighting me. Also, he's trying to kill me for my money and my possessions. Jimmy. I don't know who user Abor is in the chat room, unless that's Goddess. Somebody just came in from studio work, whoever that is. Let's say hi to the chat room. What's up, chat room? We got a fun show for you guys today, and Illy from Estonia is there, and someone else who says they love the background. Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> Under construction. You got to love it. And they said they want your shirt. Good. You, can ha- you can't have it because it was a gift from my daughter or daughters for Christmas. And they said, Daddy, since you're moving to Palm Springs, we're going to give you a palm tree shirt. So I thought for the first show in our new broken down, horrible, disgusting, smelly studio. And they say that. Wait, wait, not finished. Of which all the plaster they have sanded the walls is flying. So my throat is dry. I have nostrils. If I pick a snot, it's not snot. It comes out like a cinder block. Really, it's all stone. Uh, In your eyes, it goes. So if you pick out eye schmutz. It's not eye schmutz, it's boulders. You gotta love it. Wait, your hair gets great because it gets coated with powder and it like gets thicker it's and like it free, gets insane. It's like free gel. 
Exactly. Just stand here. I mean, you turn white. I mean, I, I don't even have white makeup on, but I look like I do. Perfect. Anyway, we're having a lot of fun with the construction. The neighbors aren't, but we are. Oh, so that was B. Claudia from Germany in the chat room who said that. We also want to say hi. I see Illy's in there. Churchill's in there, you guys. Thomas Churchill's in the chat room. He Churchill, actually... whatever happened to you? You were here, you were there, then you were gone, and now you're back. That's he's... good. Welcome back, Churchill. And he also uh, actually uh, set up this interview that we have with our big director oh, coming good, on today. Good. And Churchill, I never said a word bad about you, ever. <laughs> I never knew you. You came on the show twice. All I knew is you worked in a chocolate factory, and I was so envious because I wanted that job so I could eat chocolate all day. I never, ever spoke poorly or badly of you. You know why? I never knew you. I still don't know you, but I'd like to get to know you. And he's also now a big-time director. He was a director then. Now he's big-time director. I remember. You were going to put us in a movie where somebody lost an arm and I was laying in a puddle of urine or something. Wasn't it like a big puddle of urine and I die with my face in the urine? He's got a new movie coming out later this year called Nation's Fire with some really big stars, A-list stars in it. And Oh, is that uh, why you're friends with him again? No. Full of crap. We moved to California. Yeah, right. Give me that we, look. We moved to California. He's only friends with you, Churchill, because he wants connections. That's not true. No? No. Why would you even say something like that? Because on the I'm, I'm an evil people. old queen. Oh, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, welcome. It, also, listen, Pat is in the chat room. If it was true, I wouldn't have said it. I know. Also, Pat is in the chat room, so we want to say hey to Pat. Uh, Dave from uh, Stars Now UK in the UK is here. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Church Churchill says he loves you. <laughs> you don't even know me. Where did you meet me? You'll want to like take me to bed and groom me and do all kinds of filthy things with me. Yeah. Wait, wait, where do you see my sexy body? You're going to go crazy. Are you gay? Is Churchill gay? No. Oh, well, I'll make you gay, like you said. You, know, <laughs> you hang around with a queen, you become one. That's what the straight people in the straight world think. Oh, my God, he's a homo. Don't know him. You'll become one just like him. I also think... Uh, then, wait a minute. If they do, they're so happy. They, I also, find, they finally found happiness in life. Somebody might be... It might be Goddess in the chat room now, too. They said, hello, goddess, Chad, and hello, goddess, Jimmy. That ass shot of you on my Facebook page i wrote gay buns what you've got the most incredible ass i've got it she's in jeans skin tight jeans and it's a hip hugger kind of sexy ass on her that's all you see is goddess's ass goddess don't put that on facebook they will come they will try to attack you they will try to get some of that booty cool it girl i love you i do love goddess she's such a pretty girl you know what's nice about goddess is her heart she writes the most, Chad, you should read what she writes. You'd love it because you're a sensitive man. I'm not. I'm tough. But anyway, Goddess writes the most beautiful sentiment. I can't explain the, the lovely stuff she writes. I think she's on drugs or crazy, but she writes beautifully. I agree. She's beautiful inside and out, no doubt. I love I love Goddess. I truly do. If, if, if she ever comes out to Cal, we're going to put her on the show for one of our shows, right between us. Because she's like... And to, Folks out there that don't know who she is, we didn't know her either. She came on our show and suddenly uh, became one of our favorite people because of, I don't know why. Why do we love Goddess? Because so? Goddess is cool. <laughs> I just love her. I don't know why. I have a couple that I love. Actually, I love a lot of people. I really do love them, you know, in a, in a, in a non-sexual way. 
She says, love you back. Yeah, I only love Jimmy in a sexual way. He's the only one for me. Oh, my me. God. There will if Jason Statham be... came along, he'd oh, drop me in a freaking heartbeat. <laughs> no, I wouldn't leave you. I wouldn't leave you. I You're would... so full of it. I would never leave you. Hey, ladies, do you guys think Jason Statham is cute? Because Ron, like, has the biggest crush over him. It's not even funny. <laughs> Ron, calm down. Ron, is he okay? Do you know who that is, Chad? Do you know who Jason uh, Statham, Statham is? Oh, yeah. that's the, the messenger trap. Traveler, whatever you yeah. use. Uh, oh, you know what? Transporter, the transporter. transporter he's strange you. looking, he's bald. Hey. But boy, is he sexy. I mean, he's, he makes I, sexy. Did you hear Chad? Chad goes, hey, well, you I'm said not, bald. I'm not saying that. But Chad is, let me tell you something. Chad's great looking if too. Chad, if Chad was gay, I would have left you from the beginning of the show <laughs> and ran off with Chad. There it Chad is. Chad is one of the handsomest men. He's a big, butch, brick shithouse. Burly, burly, burly. Burly, burly guy. You know, one of those... It's those kind of Popeye people, and he's handsome with a beautiful little nose and a gorgeous profile. You're very handsome. I hope that Holly knows that. Holly, Let's who's Holly? Heather. Heather. Well, Heather and Holly is the well. same. They're both, they're both bushes. <laughs> so you fell in love and married a bush. That was very smart. That's right? great. <laughs> Hi, Heather. That love was you. very fun. I am very quick. That was very quick. I am very clever, and I am very quick. That's why I did stand-up comedy in nightclubs throughout the United States for 42 years. Dressed as Miss Jane Russell. That was very, very quick, though. So listen up, you guys. Um, uh, we got a couple changes for the, in the show today. Uh, we were supposed to have Christina Anapow coming on from, um, you guys know her from, what's that movie, uh, that TV show, True Blood. And uh, she was on a couple years ago. She's got a new movie that's out. But unfortunately, uh, she had a family medical emergency. Her father had a heart attack. And so uh, she's wishing, you wishing well. her well. And she's going to reschedule when she can. And, Good. I uh, thought maybe you saw one of our past shows. <laughs> she was on one of them. No, I thought the recent ones where we curse and talk dirty. And she got nervous. That's funny. So you instead, know, a lot of the old celebrities that I approach, they say, oh, I've seen your show. I don't think it's for me. And I say, why? You were the biggest whore in Hollywood in 1940. <laughs> you screwed every producer, director, everybody. You were a drug addict and alcoholic. You were always put away to get cleaned up. And our show is too racy for you? Why, you old broken down has-been slut. Yeah, you really say that. You love all no, those I people. No, I love them. I don't. I say to them, listen, when you come on, I promise I won't talk about your tits, your pussy, or curse. There you go. And they say, Ron, stop it. And then they, they love it. They really love it. Dave Hughes from the UK also says he's burly apart from his beer stomach. Who said that? Dave Hughes. Dave. He's, he's burly too. Oh, I, like see, Chad, I see Dave on my Facebook page. Dave is cute. That's another one that if he was gay, he could do well. You know, some guys, some guys should not be gay because they're ugly and they don't get picked up and nobody likes them. <laughs> well, that happens so to straight people too. No, 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 no. Straight people can always find another douchebag. You know, one just like them to marry. In the gay world, it's very hard to find men that are douchebags. Most gay men are stunningly thin, gorgeously dressed, magnificently coiffured, and definitely lifted. And then there's lifted. me. So can I say, look. Like Ron. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Then there's me. But I'm going to the you gym know, now. You know, Jimmy, I don't know why you have such an inferiority complex. I'm gorgeous. I'm a star. I'm fabulous. <laughs> I'm wonderful. I'm the best. Also, extremely modest. And I would not have chosen you to fall in love with you and be married to you if you were an ugly, I'm fat ugly. dog. If you were a mess and a broken down shit, I would have never looked at you twice. I'm not a broken down shit, but I am. Jimmy Starr is the shit. Yeah, <laughs> of which I can't shit. stand. And he wears the bracelet, and one day somebody looked and said, Jimmy Starr is shit. No. Who's shitty Jimmy Starr? <laughs> 
Jimmy Starr is the shit. I love it. Got anyway, my Jimmy is stunningly handsome. You know, there's an old saying in Italian. He who is beautiful is not beautiful, but he who you love is beautiful. Because love is blinding. And, you know, everybody out there, look at your mates. They're probably ugly son of a bitches. I mean, I could just see some of you are married to horrors. But when you look at them, you, you see beautiful because you love them. So love does make beauty. In, me, in my case, it's different, though, because because I'm in love with Ron and he's beautiful, oh, so I, I mean, got he, both. He's in love with my <laughs> stunning, magnificent, gorgeous, creative mag. Oh, I can't even express myself without being so shy. <laughs> yeah. but, but when I walk down the street, they scream, Tony Curtis! And then somebody yelled, but he's dead. And they say, well, he's a zombie! <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. I did get Tony Curtis when we went to the Camelot Theater to see Valley of the Dolls, by the way, which was hysterical. Do we talk about that yet? No. That was oh, week. my God, we've got to talk about it. You only have two it. minutes, though. Oh, oh they, they did it like Rocky Horror Show, where you go in and they gave you vials of pills, which were M&Ms, and they gave you a whistle. Mine were good and plenty. Wait, good and plenty, whatever. <laughs> and a whistle to blow when the scene, when the movie opens and the train goes by, you go, woo, woo. Then every time one of them took a pill, a doll, you had to eat the candy. And then the queens that were behind us must have seen that movie 3,000 times. This one queen, she knew every single line. Every word. When Susan Hayworth was speaking, she's supposed to be Judy Garland. And and the other one, what's her name? The little one. Uh, I, I don't forgot. Pulls her wig off and throws it in the toilet bowl. This queen started to get hysterical. She couldn't contain herself. I mean, this guy was just like all over the place. Oh, the best scene I love it. Anyway, it was a riot. And they yeah. had whistles. I told the whistles. About the oh, you're, you're going. You're sitting You're getting there. You're really getting <laughs> And they were like throwing the pills and shaking the pill containers. It was hilarious. Was, I've never seen Valley of the Dolls. It was really good. Jimmy I liked loved it. the film. Meanwhile, it got the worst reviews. It was a bomb. It was terrible, corny film. But it made over $50 million. So I guess. And back in those days, that's a that freaking a really lot of money. The only thing I didn't like was Sharon Tate is laying in a lounge talking to Patty Duke. And she said, well, you know those fags. They're very bitchy. So all the queens went, hoo, 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 hoo. Then there was a line later on in the movie where one of the straight actors who was playing straight said something. And a queen stands up and she says, you know those heterosexuals. They could be very bitchy. So the whole theater went It was nuts. hilarious. It was anyway, a lot of fun. Now, in May, they're going to have Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And everybody has to go as one of the characters in Priscilla. So that has got to be a riot. I'm going to cover it exclusively uh, with film and, and, and media. And uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to go as myself because I'm a media, I'm reporting. I'm not going to go as. But we had a very, very good time. And I'm going to get Jimmy in drag. Though. I, him, I would be the ugliest drag queen in the you world. You never know, honey. I know some ugly guys. I have a beard. Even though there's a couple, there's a singer now who's super famous and she, he dresses in women's clothes and has a beard everywhere and he's super famous. Well, we could do name. that with you, Big Red. You know what? Then I have to bang you right in the movie. Oh, yeah, right. Anyway, Chad, what's the weather like? Hmm, looking out the window, we have partly cloudy skies, sunny. Um, hmm, what do you say, guys? About 82 degrees out there? Maybe a little higher, about 85 maybe out. Yeah, that's about what we are, too. We're starting what's to warm up. Dean, what's Dean doing? Who is he screwing now? Dean's watching porn. What are you doing, Dean? <laughs> he is watching porn. I was right. <clears throat> He's watching porn. What else is new? Uh, he, he said, All right, we please don't bother him right now. Send, send Dean a big wet kiss from me. Say, Ron Russell sends you a big wet tongue kiss. He said something about midgets and apes and stuff going out, so let's not get into that. Let's just leave him alone. <laughs> 
that was good, Chad. Chad's quick too. All right, you guys. So let's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play a song and try and get our first guest on the line. Um, our first guest is Thomas Baldinger. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. We're Ballinger. gonna find him. No, with a D in it. Oh, Baldinger. Baldinger. I think the D might be silent. We're gonna ask him before we introduce him. Right. It should be Baldinger. <laughs> in the meantime, while we're doing that, we'll let you guys listen to a great song. Uh, this is Sam Stevens. You guys, Eileen Shapiro is actually uh, in Ireland with him now. They're going to a concert, and he's got some shows. Uh, the name but he is... couldn't be with her last night because his flight was delayed. And Eileen prepared such lovely things: dinner, champagne, candles, and she had to go out with somebody else. Good <laughs> yeah. view, Eileen. Good view. You never sit and wait for those no good dogs. <laughs> anyway, this is his his latest single. It's called Don't Cry. Enjoy it. We'll be back in a minute. It's a good song. Oh 
right, Jimbo, there you go. Hey, everybody, that was... Now I forgot. That was Sam Stevens, and the name of the single is Don't Cry. All right, so, Thomas... Wait a minute. What? Folks out there, tell me, that's not a good song. Wouldn't you buy that for lousy 99 cents? I mean, look at what you spend just when you go to Starbucks. You could buy like five songs with the cost you for a cup of coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> and then what happens in Starbucks, right? Your breath stinks, your teeth get yellow, and you piss all day. So buy Sam Stevens' song. You won't have any of those problems. But what you can do, you can lie in bed with your loved one and hum the notes to don't cry. while you have something in your mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> right, so, so, Thomas, say something real quick. Let's make sure everybody can hear you. Hey, how you guys doing? There you go. Perfect. I hear you really good. All right, everybody. Now wait, wait, before we go anywhere, who does he look like? He looks like Scott Foley, everybody. Do you guys know Scott Foley, the famous, handsome actor who's in all See? kinds of cool stuff? And look how much nicer he is when he smiles and doesn't push his lips up like a toilet plunger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, writer and director Thomas Baldinger. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Absolutely. Let me like introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. It's your pleasure. Hi, it always is. You know who used to say that? My dear Jane Russell, the movie star, was my best friend. And when we would go out sometimes. You speak up. Some, when we would go out, sometimes people would say, Oh, Mr. Russell, I'm Mr. Russell, it's so nice meeting you. She said, Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, welcome to the show, sir. Good to have you. Thank you. Then uh, we have a chat room full of people. Right now we have uh, Canada, Germany, the United States, lots of people in California, Australia, the UK, all in the chat room. So say hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. There you go. You're international. Are you married? I am. Otherwise, you could have picked up a bride on this show easy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think my wife would have a little bit of a problem with that. No, we've had stars come on. I tell them, stand up, smile, now drop your pants. And they do. And then they get all these requests. Easy. Some don't. <laughs> Some say, forget about it. <laughs> I've had women type in and say, button, button, who's got the button? you got to be kidding. <laughs> so Anyway, and I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yes, we are. Today's a fun day. We're on our new studio, which you can see is under, under construction. construction. We just moved so here. We sound like we're in a public toilet because everything <laughs> is not done yet. The, the, they're, they're padding the walls and doing the carpeting next week, and that'll muck down the voice. Also, we're speaking through handheld mics, not booms or lavaliers. But anyway. So this is not but you can hear us, No, though. but I don't want to think this shitty show is our show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, look, we look like we're in a garage. Even when we look really there. good, he calls us a shitty show. So it's it's okay. show. You know, over four and a half million people come in to watch it. They must be all retarded. I don't know. <laughs> how, how could anybody sit through two hours of the stupid nonsense is beyond me? I just am baffled by it. And the chat room thinks and you're really good looking, too. Wait, wait a minute. We're the number one. <laughs> We're web the, show. We're the number one web show in the world. How the hell have we got that? I don't know. And also, Jimmy's vote is nominated now for the best PR person in the yes, world. Yes, best publicist. Yeah, I, you know, I was reading a lot about you guys this morning when uh, when my my, my uh, marketing rep, publicist Clint Morris, uh, emailed me. He said you got to check these guys out, and I was reading all about you guys. So They're big stuff, baby. I have to say, too, though, that you, I mean, I'm a publicist, and I normally wouldn't promote other publicists, but Clint Morris and October Coast is one of the coolest publicist groups out there. They're great people. 
I, I've been working with them for years. I really, really like love everything that they do. So you really hooked up with a good one. Uh, no, lucky is all get out. Absolutely. And my old show on television, Set the Record Straight, I interviewed the greatest legends of Hollywood that no one else has ever interviewed. Lauren Bacall, uh, not so Speak up. Uh, Lauren Bacall, uh, I can't think of one now. Oh, Jane Russell. Jane Russell. Cliff Robertson. Tab Hunter. He's young. He might not. How, you're, you're very young, right? You look very young. Like you just got out of college. I said, these are the ones <laughs> No, God. I just, just got, got out of college. college. If I told you, if I told you a secret right now, then you get you guess my age. I mean, I'm, I can look it up on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming up on I'm coming up on an anniversary for for when I graduated from college, but I won't tell you what year that oh, is. That, you graduated with Donald Trump. No, uh, same, the same year. That's terrible. That Donald Trump, seventy years old or seventy one. Oh my gosh, though your IMDb picture is like super good. <laughs> Oh my! Everybody, go to IMDb. Guys, go to IMDb and look at plug in Thomas Baldinger. Oh my God! Oh, what a hot! You look totally like this is a hot. You look kind of like a mix between Antonio Banderas and Scott Foley. All you gay guys, all you gay guys out there, keep keep it zipped up. Look how he looks fabulous. Can you see that, Chad? Are we coming in? A little closer. A little closer. A little closer. A little closer, he said. After the automobile accident and the reconstruction. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know oh, you know what? You're part of the new IMDb that doesn't list your age. Oh, me too. <laughs> nice. But, nice. You know, no, you know what they did to me? I am, they made me out to be 77, almost 78 in May. What nerve. Bastard. He is 77. <laughs> oh, bastards. Did you believe such bullshit? I'm in my kind of bullshit, show. but it's like we always lie about our age. All right, so tell me. Wait, wait, how do you like Doris Day, 96 years old? Happy birthday, Didi. I love, I know her. I love her. <laughs> oh, I do really. She's a charming, sweet, elegant, old school, beautiful person to speak to. She's absolutely the most. What you saw on screen, that genuine warmth and mother... She's a, I love Doris Day. Happy 96. I hope to see you at 106. So Ron and I are married, because you don't really know much about us. We're the only gay, syndicated, married radio... But we're getting divorced. ...television people uh, on the <laughs> internet. And he basically... I mean, he knows everything about old Hollywood. I'm yeah. kind of like... I'm kind of like hit like from the 80s till now, Hollywood. And, okay. Uh, and we like to get you know people on that are just fun and have cool things. And you have your very first movie. Like, what? First of all... I saw that you were a producer on some stuff that's kind of popular. Uh, what made you want to like write and direct a movie, and 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 how did it all happen? Oh God, uh, Jesus! Uh, I just um, I was a I loved I love movies. I love theater. I was a theater guy in college. Um, I love films. I love the old '80s Caddyshack, Animal House kind of movies. Uh, I love old school, which uh, with Will Ferrell. That's sort of sort of my comedy. I love yes. I, 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 I'm 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 ashamed to admit this that I just started to binge watch on Netflix The Office. Never watched it. Never. I've watched never. It. I've never seen an, a single episode. <laughs> hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. And so stuff like that is what I love to write. I love, love that uncomfortable humor, that that realism, that grounded kind of humor where it's not you know naked gun ridiculous kind of stuff. Um, and you know, I don't know. I just it, this film came to me. I wrote it as a short film actually first. Uh, we did a reading of it, and everybody said to me, Tom, this is really funny, but you need to expand on this. And we did, and we made the movie, and 
uh, you know, it's going to be coming out on April 24th. Shameless plug, but it's it's awesome. We're we're very excited. Can I get a little political with you? Not about Trump any of that crap. About our business. Yeah. We are gay people are not visible. We are ghosts on television. Now, my dearest friend in the world, somebody I'm crazy about, Stan Zimmerman. I'm sure you know the name. The producer, director, who's made writer most writer. He did the Golden Girls. He wrote the Golden Girls and he wrote has Gilmore written, Girls. Has written a fabulous thing called Silver Foxes. Takes place in Palm Springs with four old gay men, similar to uh, Golden Girls. Cool. Uh, difficulty getting it up. Very difficult getting funding because people are afraid of it still. <laughs> now, can you believe that? Would you kindly do me a favor and find him on Facebook, Stan Zimmerman? And just tell him who you are. It's wonderful to know anyway. He's so important. He knows everybody. He knows everybody in the business. <laughs> I mean, if this guy gets back to you, you're in with door a door open. I and love just, it. No. Please. And just tell Stan Zimmerman that Ron Russell said, I should stand behind you with silver foxes to get it up on the network so that we can show the world what nice, normal, gay old men Funny though, funny squeezing it. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be hilarious. This is my passion. This is what I do now as an old man to give back to the business. I yeah. want, I want to be seen. I want the beautiful humor, and fabulous friendships that we gay people have to be seen by the world. We don't all cruise Macy's bathroom sliding under the bin. <laughs> Okay. Even with that man, well, of a lot of people don't. He's been to Macy's, and if, we're, <laughs> and if we're at the urinal, if we're at the urinal urinating, we don't do this. Okay. And nobody else could well, see that if they're not watching. So they yeah. don't do that. Yeah, exactly. that's not the look over. So there are millions and millions of gay people like Jimmy and I who are married, who are monogamous, who have a home, who have children. Who barbecue, cut lawns, do have dogs that you do. That's enough. Well, hundred percent. You guys look: gay people, straight people, black, white, whatever. We're, we're all, all people. We're all human beings, right? And that's and that's kind of what the messages of this film. While it's a comedy, you know, it deals with the adult film industry. It deals with gays. It deals with you know black gays and and that you know discrimination and prejudice that people have against. You know, the, 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 those identities, they say, oh, you know, he's gay or, you know, she's in the adult film industry. You know, he or she's still a human being. You're still a human being. You still wake up, you shit, you wake up, you, you drink coffee, you shop, you do whatever the hell you do. So who gives a shit about what your religion is or what your sexual preferences is? And so, you know what? I, the fact that you threw that out at me is awesome. And the fact that he can't get that to be a TV series is beyond ridiculous to me because and he's got an he's got an A-list cast too. A very good Come on. one. Like I mean then but I mean look, I like I'm the I'm the next guy. I love the Marvel films. I love Star Wars. I love shit blowing up all over the big screen. But you know what? When it really comes down to it, you know, when you sit down and watch, you know, the movie theaters I think are gonna be obsolete in the next fifteen years. Absolutely. He says that all the time. They're gonna be supermarkets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, and it's and you think about it, you go, you know what? People sit down in their living rooms or in their dining rooms or whatever, and they turn on the TV, and they want to see shows like the one you're describing. They want to see movies like the one that I've, that I've made. They just want to be entertained. They want to be able to touch into that world that they don't know about. And so the fact that he's got an A-list cast, and, he's, and it sounds like a great idea. Jesus. And he's, and he's a, an award-winning writer, a comedy yeah. writer. I mean, yeah, he's got on. a couple he's of Emmys. He's got a play right now coming out in May in L.A. Go see it, everybody. And I forgot the name. But we'll, we'll promote a, it later because we'll have him back on the show. It's a heart-shaped bagel with a knife in it. <laughs> yeah. 
and what the hell is the name of it? Something to kill. Anyway, great cast. We may have the star of that show on our show. So hold on, let's go back to him. Listen, you know I'm slow, I'm old. I'm vague. (laughs) Give give me a little more about why you wanted to write about such a very dangerous subject matter. Because, you know, you could get letters of saying, how dare you, or... You don't know what it's about yet. You have to hear what it's about first. What what the fuck did I just say to you, (laughs) deaf old man? I just say to you. No, you asked why he did it, but not like what? what it's about. You had too many tricks in your life. <laughs> yeah, You're right. out. <laughs> Thanks, goddess. Thank goddess says it's great. Oh my god! So please talk to stupid old people like us. <laughs> and what? May, like in other words, today if you say you like Trump, you're dead. Yet Roseanne defended him, and her show was such a big shit show which I can't stand her, I never liked her, Trump or no Trump, Roseanne was never for me, I always thought she was an obnoxious uh, blog. Okay, you didn't like her. No, I didn't like her. Anyway, <laughs> so give it to me now, tell me all about why, how, and what's about. First well, of all, I mean, tell people the name of the film, because like we we're, were talking about a film that nobody even knows wa- the name. I'm going to watch it, because you're going to send us a copy for free. <laughs> uh, 100%. So the, the, um, the film is called Who's Jenna? It's who's Jenna dot 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 question mark, um, and the movie's about it's a it's a it's a romantic comedy for everybody. Uh, it's you know one of the reviewers called it a romantic comedy for men. One reviewer called it a family friendly movie about the porn industry, and it's really not. It's not about a, the adult film industry. It's about a guy who falls in love with a girl. It's your it's your your basic Romeo you know Romeo Juliet man falls in love with girl girl falls in love with guy, and then what I did was. We just added a twist, and one of the one of the twists is Joe D'Onofrio, who plays the best friend of Bill Sorvino's character, who Bill falls in love with Tracy Birdsall. You know, he thinks that she looks like an adult film star, and he can't put his name. He can't. He thinks she looks like the famous adult film star by the first name of Jenna. I'm not allowed to say her last name legally. Um, Am I allowed to or no? Well, you can. I can't. Okay. Um, but but you know she. Well, you know who it is? Yeah, I've, said, I've met her several times. What's her name? And he either looks like her or Amber Lynn. And Amber Lynn is actually in our film. She's an adult film star. She she plays herself in the movie. And I so know a drag queen called Amber Lynn who imitates her. Well, there's there's <laughs> drag queens in, there's drag queens in my movie as well. Um, I, I so wrote what, the whole. Oh, go hold on. Let me let me just say because I wrote down the thing for first of all, you guys. Um, He's got a great cast. I mean, this is your first film, right, that you've done? I mean, you you really put together a pretty good okay, cast. Okay, let me get in there. Your first film, first time you looked at it complete, did you vomit, laugh, or be happy? Oh, I, I was disgusted. Right, that's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel when I saw my first movie. Disgusted. I, I watched it with my wife, and I said, that is the biggest piece of shit that I ever put on film right now. And she was like, what are you talking about? When I saw myself for my first movie, I said my mother was right. I should have gone to work for Con Edison, breaking up the streets. <laughs> you get benefits, you know. You get health insurance. So, you yeah. guys, the name of the film is "Who's Jenna?" Dot 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 question mark. It stars Bill Servino and Tracy Birdsall, who's a friend of mine. And who actually, I should bring her on because she's had a bunch of new movies lately that have been really yeah, good. She's, been doing she's a lot fabulous. Of work. She's gorgeous. She's fabulous. She's super cool. Uh, it's got Vincent Pastor, who uh, I, I I just know him. Uh, uh, from the, from my past, and uh, it looks very, very funny. And here's what the uh, IMDb summary says. It says, when Jonathan Burke, a financial advisor, starts dating Jenna Casey, an aspiring lawyer, Jonathan's best friend, Andy Romeo, is convinced 
that she looks exactly like a famous adult film star. Not only does Jonathan have to deal with his friend's claim, but he also has to juggle his relationship with his boss, who is possibly blackmailing him and his Jenna's brother-in-law. Wow, what else could you get in there? And, you guys... Wait, could you get the milkman in there? If you guys want to know who this could potentially be about, that he's not going to be able to say yes or no either way, um, I met Jenna Jameson a bunch of times. She's super cool. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> and so possibly, like, if, if you want to just plug in Jenna Jameson, that could potentially be who who's she's mistaken for. Yeah, but she's for. stupid not to let her name be used because it could make a bigger star of her. He can't hey. comment on it. I learned years, many years ago, I learned, every bit of publicity adds up. That's right. So yeah. no matter how small the publicity is, it's, it's adding up. Yeah. Good news, good good press, bad press, anything to that gets your name out there, the film out there. And we've been very fortunate. All the reviews that we've had have been awesome. And I'm waiting. There's going to be somebody out there, because i got to be honest with you. All the reviews have said that they notice that the movie can be somewhat offensive, that some of the language is offensive. There's no nudity. There's no sex in my film. What's with language offensive? Give me a break with that. You should oh, live oh. in this house. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You guys, you guys, know, wait, wait. If, wait. Everybody, if everybody analyzed what a curse word was, they know how stupid they are. Well, it's like uh, Lenny Bruce, right? Lenny Bruce, who I actually... Love Lenny. Le Lenny. What's that? I loved him. Yeah, so Ronnie Marmo, who's in my film, he plays. A, he has a small part in the film. He's doing a play called "I uh, I'm Not a Comedian." I'm Lenny Bruce, and uh, you know he talks about the f word, right? And if 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 you know the word fuck, I mean, you know, if you teach a child that the word fuck is not what it really is, and you say, you know, we'll put on your fuck, and the fuck is actually the shoe. All of a sudden, the word fuck means nothing, right? I do that every morning. Jesus, my feet are swollen. I can't get this fucking shoe on. <laughs> That was good. Very quick. I like that. I'm, I'm very He's quick. very quick. Very quick. <laughs> I love it. Don't forget, stand-up comedy, 44 years, you learn. But <laughs> anyway, right. um, except now I forgot where You I guys, listen, that. though. You guys got Okay, so first of all, before we talk any more about this film, actually, Chad, you got the trailer, right? Oh, yeah. Let's play it for everybody. Thomas, you introduce it to everybody. Tell them who you are, the name of your film, when it's going to be available, and then we're going to play the trailer, and then we'll come back and talk about it. All right, well, I'm Tom Bollinger. I'm the writer and director of this trailer you're about to see called Who's Jenna? That's coming out on Video On Demand and DVD April 24th. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Here we go. Perfecto. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. You should have adopted. I can't deal with this. No, I'm having this baby right now. No, my water's going to break. No, 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 no. Yes. No. I just got the car cleaned. That's brand new upholstery. We're having a baby. Here we okay, go. Okay, you guys having us too now? Nah, they're just out in the middle of the night hunting for squirrels. When you get in the car, please. Happy birthday, boys. Cheers. Happy birthday, boys. What are you talking about? You can't tell me she doesn't look like Jenna. The greatest porno star to ever live. My name is Jenna. You're investment advisor here in Red Bank. That's where my brother-in-law works. Who is your brother-in-law? That would be your boss. So we can work. Pretty good. You got some in here. Why don't you tell Papa all about it, huh? It's a perfect place for a locker room. So talk some locker room to me. You okay? Oh yeah, great. Putting in a promotion for you, Burke. Done deal. You got a problem. What do you mean? You get your credit card, you get your cash, you put it in a safe, because that girl is going to drive you broke. She kind of looks like Jenna. Or even Amber. Well, who's Jenna? Has anyone ever... Oh, no, I look like her. She's hot. 
I found it. But I can prove to you who she really is. What is going on in your firm, Bosch? I don't want my company's money being managed by a firm that deals with that industry. Burke. Hey, you and Jenna, huh? Company doesn't really want to be associated with it. Kish better go take care of it, huh? Wait, you can't be serious. I have some bad news. Your sister's husband is blackmailing your boy here. What? I mean, what he's asking me to do can't be right. I'm taking Barsha down. I need your help. What? You know, being around all this porn kind of makes me hot. It's gonna be that kind of name, trust me. Hell on wheels in a tight black dress. Jenna. 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 That's Jenna. Oh, mother of me. She looks like Jenna. No way. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Amber. Jenna looks like Jenna. She does not look like... Who's Jenna? All right, there you go. Looks like a good trailer. Yeah, doesn't that look fun, everybody? So that's Who's nice. Jenna. It's coming out on April 24th. Uh, it'll be on which platforms? Are you allowed to say which platforms it'll be on yet? Uh, uh, we're, we're looking at like Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Time Warner, Video On Demand, Xfinity, all over the place. So it's going to be all over the world. Everybody, too, if you don't have Amazon, I, I know that Amazon is like taking over the world and pretty soon you're not going to need to go anywhere but Amazon. But but if you don't have an Amazon Prime account, you guys, you should get it. It's like the best. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon's going to be a bank. You watch. Yes. Amazon's going to be in, in maybe five years, maybe three years. Already people that buying their groceries. I was under contract to Time Warner. I thought they went out of business. Jimmy said there's no longer Time Warner. It's Spectrum. Oh, oh, Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum. Oh, so you can't Warner. say Time Warner. you got to say Spectrum. Excuse me, Spectrum. <laughs> Everybody out there, see the old man ain't so stupid after all. <laughs> Everybody Spectrum. in the chat room says they think it looks great. It looks a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, Dave Hughes is saying, is that general? Wait, Chad, Chad <laughs> just tuned in. Chad, what'd you think? I thought it was awesome, no doubt. Uh, whoever put yeah. together that trailer just alone was a good editor. So the movie's got to be just as well, as far as I'm concerned. Looks like good actors, good plot. Okay. You know, Did you put it together, Bill? I mean, uh, Thomas? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Chad, we're getting hardwired. Will that mean that we could see all of the trailers? No, that has nothing so. to do with it. Chad, we'll, we'll start working out something for you, Ron. We'll start working out something. Because I'm dying. I never could see the trailers. So I can't tell our guests if they <laughs> Wait a minute. You late. sent it to me. I sent it to you. I oh. watch everything. Uh, I <laughs> see. He doesn't me. like to. He doesn't like to. He's not true. You never asked me. Huh? You go in the bathtub. You put your No, that's oh. The trailer takes two minutes to watch. It's so a, why it's a don't you show me? Huh? Why is it you don't? You just want to control this show. No, I put out a press release. <laughs> You're an evil animal. Oh, Actually, I have to say, though, because we didn't do a press release since you came in just this morning. Right. Um, so you, that that's why. You know, I didn't do a press release because normally I would have done a press release Meanwhile, and stuck the video. Meanwhile, that canceled said to come to her restaurant where we could have free uh dessert oh, nice. <laughs> wow. about five years ago wow. and, and we never went so i wanted so now that we live here he wants I wanted to go to hold her to it right. and i was going to say oh by the way bitchette uh do we get free dessert still five years later <laughs> but no i love her and i really feel badly about her dad because she's a sweetest girl she's really a a, a plum right Oh, absolutely. So, I hope everything is well. So you guys listen, in this film, it's got Vincent Pastor, which I guess uh, maybe somebody's father? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he plays, um, he plays, one, he plays Joe D'Onofrio's father. And he was pussy, you guys, in uh, uh, what's that mob show? The Sopranos. He played big pussy in The Sopranos. And uh, which that's a huge, that's a huge, like, big person to get. Tracy Birdsaw's famous. I have to tell you, like, I didn't know who Bill Sorvino was. Is he any relation to Sorvino? Yes, yes, that's his uncle. 
Oh, cool. Oh, we've had Paul Sorvino on the show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And his and his cousin Mira, uh, Mia, Mia Sorvino. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's got some good credits too. Oh my God! And you guys have to see the cover for Who's Jenna. It looks awesome. You like that? <laughs> May I see Greedy? Yeah. Oh, I had to get it. Oh, Greedy. It's a pair of beautiful legs. Uh, nice wearing show. red pumps and a judge's mallet. It looks like with all the guys across from her looking at her in the background of like New York City or someplace. Yeah. Where does it take place in New York? Uh, New Jersey, actually. Okay. Oh, boy, New Jersey. We just moved here from uh, Pennsylvania, actually. We've been here like three weeks. I'm a New Yorker. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's from New York. We shot, we shot in Jersey City, all over New Jersey. Uh, there's a great skyline shot uh, of Bill and Tracy of the skyline of New York City. So we, we got a lot of that in there. Um, uh, and we shot down in Baltimore a little bit as well. So, you know, we, we tried to get around and, and get as much of the East Coast as we could. So it, it was a fun movie to make. And that's the star of Tracy. Oh, my God. She's really nice. We'll have to have her on the show. I love her. Anyway. Let me tell you, me tell you something. Tracy, hey, I, I know this all face. these guys I've, are, are I've great. seen her around. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, I've seen her on film. Well, she's got another double. No, she's on lots of films. I've seen this girl. She's, I, I, she's really nice. We tweet together all the time. I've she's seen awesome. this girl. Very She's beautiful. Awesome. Girl. Very so awesome. also, you're you're on Twitter, right? It's six two four p r o d l l c. That's your Twitter. That is me. I will have to follow you on Twitter, and that way we can tweet out stuff to all our people uh, on the movie. Because I think that first of all, I just think that you put together a great project. Uh, no matter what he says, I think a lot of people's first films look really cheesy and shitty and crappy. Not all the time. Not all the time. I didn't say all, but I think a lot of films... Think gray, not gay. Think gray. I know. I am thinking gray. I think a lot of first-time films look like shit. I, I mean, what do we watch? I watch about, I don't know, 200 of them a year because every person you know on the why? planet because says them to me to like, come on the show. There's an old saying. In Hollywood, everybody's got a script in their back pocket. Yeah. You know, and some of the scripts you could wipe your ass with. This so bad. Oh. Excuse me, that was vulgar. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we shot we shot this whole film on on the red. So that's that was one of the. the I love red. Yeah, was, we shot oh. on the red. So that made I, it that made it a lot easier and a lot better for us when we were, especially in the editing process. My favorite uh, camera, good. red. I, I have to explain to people, red is a camera, and the quality of the of the red photography is beyond. Other cam no, each camera has its own identity. Mm -hmm. And if you're familiar with red, when you go to the movies, if it's shot with red, you love it because everything is beautiful. And it's crisp. It looks beautiful. It looks great. It looks fantastic. And, and the colors burst. Are you actually in New Jersey? You live in New Jersey? I do. I do. Oh, that's great. Cool. Uh, don't give us where, but... Uh, what town? <laughs> no, My address want. is... No. Uh, <laughs> no don't do that. I'm, right, I'm right in the center of New Jersey. Right in the center. Okay. I've driven I'm 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 near a very famous university in New Jersey, so that'll that'll be that'll, that's all I can give you. Princeton? Well, no, <laughs> Princeton is is uh, middle west. <laughs> anyway, we used to wait live in, a minute. Wait, you live in Princeton? We used to live in oh, Doylestown. Town. No, <laughs> we love Princeton. We wanted to live there. You must be very rich. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fortune. A fortune. Well, I, I live near that area, so. Oh, we lived in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. we would go to when we would go to New York like four or five, six times a, a month for different like premieres and different things but like I've that. So we to, drove by all the time. I used to. Where go you to, guys? Where you guys now in Florida? Where are you in Florida? We're not. In, we're not the, the, the radio. The station is in Florida, we but we're in Palm Springs, California. We just the I, land of. Oh, right. Sorry, I got you. I got you. Sorry about that. Chad's in Florida, right, Chad? That's right, West Palm Beach. Nice, nice. We're, I go there once a year. It's awesome. Yeah. We're in, we're in the land of gay. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. 
Yes, we do too. Yeah, we live in a development. It's a, a gated community, so nobody can get in to kill us. And uh, <laughs> well, don't laugh. We've had death threats <laughs> because Jimmy. Oh yeah, seriously, Jimmy and I are the first gay couple married to be on, and some people found it objectionable. And one incident we had to report to the police years ago, he threatened to come to find our home, come there and kill all of us, even my children. So I was a bit afraid. So we got a Brazilian fila dog that will eat you up in a minute. I'm sorry. Oh God. For protection. And we used to lie when we lived in Doylestown. We never so said we, we said we lived in uh, New, Hope. New Hope. This way we would throw people off. So now we're saying we live in Palm Springs, but we really live in Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> a two hundred and fifty million dollar man. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yes. I love it. And if you believe any of that shit, like I'm going to sell you the Brooklyn. You know, listen, our mansion is two hundred and fifty million. It's three thousand square feet. Yeah. <laughs> and under construction. Excellent. Anyway, so <laughs> if you know LA real estate, <laughs> so you guys listen up. This is Thomas. Bob. Baldin, Baldinger. Oh, I can't, I can't, but I'm terrible with oh my God. Baldinger. But it's that D in there, though. Like, do you actually pronounce that D? Uh, Baldinger. Uh, it depends. Seriously, it depends on which uncle you ask. Okay. It's a German. <laughs> it's a German name. It's a, ger it's a German last name, but I'm mostly Irish, so. Yes, but it's Baldinger means a guy named Jerry is bald. What? A guy named Jerry is bald, yeah. so that's where you get bald Jerry engine. Oh, I it's see. not Jerry engine. No, <laughs> so that was terrible. Give that one up. Okay, one miss, what? 50 hits in right. one miss. When I did stand-up, they used to go boo, and then uh, everybody boo. would start, okay, we boo. Would start to laugh. <laughs> no, we would laugh so hard that everybody loved it, and they'd laugh too. <laughs> so, you guys, this is, anyway, this is Thomas. Follow him on Twitter. His Twitter is at 624PRODLLC. For 624 Productions LLC, his first film is called "Who's Jenna," starring great people. It's going to be available April 24th, um, and it's uh, going to be on all the different platforms that you can get. And I'm sure if you follow him on Twitter, then he'll be tweeting out when you can go see it and stuff. And that way, you'll know exactly what's going on. I will definitely. see. We'll I, definitely see it, and, and I will um, let you know what I think. I I, I expect you to. I'm going to like it because you're nice. I see. You know what it is? A lot of times the personality of the writer, uh, you can tell what the film is going to be like. Right, like right. A writer that sits there like, <laughs> you know, the film is going to be very. <laughs> that was terrible. Well, there it is. Hey, listen, I got 10 out of 12. That's good. No, it wasn't terrible like that, meaning funny. It was just terrible like the faces and stuff. Just looked well, that's what some of You're so films, handsome, I don't like to see you. Some, of these, some of these films, when I watch them, that's what I do. I turn into a potato. So can you act also? Um, I did back in college. I don't do it anymore. I don't like to get in front of the camera. But I, I have a very, very brief cameo in this film. Um, but you don't hear me speak, which is fantastic because you don't. Oh, I was, <laughs> was going to tell anybody who wants to like, you know, make a film with a Scott Foley and Scott Foley's too expensive. They could hook you up. Well, that's the thing. If, <laughs> if, 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 if anybody knows that Scott Foley, uh, he needs a stand in. I'm, I'm always, go. I'm always available. Or you could just, it could be, it could be like a movie. It could be a cool action movie or something saying starring the person who looks the most like Scott Foley. <laughs> and then you, instead of getting a million, you know, you get a hat, like a hundred thousand. Since you mentioned actor. Yes. I am an actor. 
looking for work all the time. So if you need a really crazy old guy, because now you know it's very in to have seniors in your movie. No, seriously. No, that's totally true. It's true. Anybody 75 and over has to go and film now because it has to be politically correct and diversity. So actors that are 75 plus are now getting wonderful roles. So if ever seriously. He's 77. Yeah, I qualify. So if ever, <laughs> seriously, you need a very talented actor, which I am. I'm a quick learner. I deliver my lines. I know my marks. I'm very good. Excellent. He's not lying about that part. He is actually really Give good at that. Give me a call. He's got my email, too. So, seriously. So we're going to have We've got to actually go oh, yes. anyway. Oh, shit, that's awesome. That's what they all say. You didn't say yes, no, I... No, 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 I was about to... Oh, hold on. Go back to New Jersey. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. He's going to write another film. He's probably got one in his I back just, pocket. I was just going to tell you that Lenny Venito, who is in this movie as well with me, uh, who's in this movie, him and I have become very good friends, and we actually wrote a movie now that we're going to start shooting this spring. Um, and uh, there's are some parts that you and I should talk about. So I think we should talk I'd about like it. I'd like to because I have an authentic Brooklyn accent. I don't do dem D's and D's like the phonies. Like Cher when she tried to do a, a Brooklyn accent in the movie she got Moonstruck. the Academy Award for. I mean, yeah, I listened yeah. to her. That was the corniest Brooklyn accent <laughs> I've ever heard. Mine is a 1940 child-learned Brooklyn accent. <laughs> I so, love it. If you put me up with a Brooklyn character, I always played Brooklyn cops. What else do I play? I played a priest once, and they tried to get rid of my Brooklyn accent, and I sounded so gay. And I said, so what's wrong with that? All priests are gay. It's believable. It's believable. Why? Priests aren't gay? Hello? Also, uh, Pat Grant just followed you on Twitter, so follow. make sure you follow her back because she's the best promoter on the planet, and she will retweet all your great stuff about the film. Anybody who follows you, follow him back. Again, you guys, follow follow Thomas on Twitter, six, at 624-P-R-O-D-L-L-C. Check out his new film, Who's Jenna? We also uh, want to thank you for coming on the show for such short notice, and we want to thank uh, uh, Clint, Clint from uh, October Coast for helping set this whole thing up. Um, we really you were a terrific it. guest. You really did everything the way it should be done. You can come Thank back. You. You're Thank allowed. you. Thank I, I you. I hope to come back again. I'd love to come back. Absolutely. Now you have my email, so just shoot well, me an email. You'll come back when we discuss the mo your movie that I'm starring in. Oh. <laughs> I don't work. Bam. I don't work before ten or after five. <laughs> yeah. I need my own dressing room, chauffeur, makeup, and hair. <laughs> yeah. right, did you guys get that? Did you get that? All right, I just make sure everybody. And, and I'm never there on weekends. <laughs> You're never and gonna work name, in an indie and film. And my name goes above the title of your movie. It's Ron Russell in, and then the film. It works for me. That's great. Works for me too. That's awesome anyway, advice. you're a pleasure, a delight. I'm sorry we didn't get to talk about your wife and how you met her. Give it to us quick, because my audiences are so snoopy; they want to know that crap. How'd uh, you meet my, your wife? my wife? My wife and I have been married. It's going to be about 14 years come this June. I met her uh, through a friend of mine, and she hated my guts when she first met me. Uh, I do too. He hated me too. Yeah, I hated. I didn't <laughs> hate hated my guts. And then, and then we started hanging out, and I fell in love with her. When one day we were we were outside, and and we didn't even start dating. And I was I was we were all hanging out, a bunch of our friends, and we were you know giving hugs and kisses goodbye, whatever. And it was snowing, and I was looking at her, and like I immediately like the snow hit her black sweater, and she's got blonde hair. And I looked at her, I was like, oh my god, I got to marry this woman. And but was, was it really the snow on the shoulders or the bra under the black sweater? Well, it depends. <laughs> what is this a PG station or? It can be no. So your wife is a hottie, right? You married a hot chick. My, totally my, I don't hot. know what the hell my wife's doing with me. She's beautiful, and I ask her every day, what the hell are you doing with me? Is she a Jersey chick? 
She is. She's a Jersey girl, yeah. So, so she likes bling. Uh, well, who doesn't? Well, a lot of I those, love it. those people in Doylestown don't. They didn't, like, they didn't like gay people either. They didn't like anybody but uh, a Dutch, German, and you had to be uh, Aryan. You know, Hitler would have had a ball in uh, Well, how did you guys meet? How did, how did we you guys meet? I told uh, everybody out there that knows it, listen again. I was dressed in white flip-flops, white linen pants, a white shirt with white hair, dark tan, and Boca Raton mall. And he walked up in to Florida. me, all dressed like a rocker with long hair and earrings and holes in his jeans and weirdness. And I thought he was a homeless person. <laughs> and he, said, he said to me, you're the most gorgeous man in this mall. And I said, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> jerk off. You come up to me like, you try to pick me up, you jerk. And then he followed me to Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> and I was on my cell phone ready to call in front of a couple of my Brooklyn friends that live in in Boca, I was going to say to the guys, "Hey guys, I think I got some nut after me. Come and kill him." Oh but my god! Anyway, yeah, but anyway, it turns out that uh, we did a project together, and he had to cut. His I saw hair. him again. Wait, at the he ball. had to cut his hair and dress in a blue suit with a white shirt and a tie. And I took a look at that, and I went, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's for me." Is that the same guy? See, and I fell in love with him, and he fell. In I love it. I love it. We're fun. married five years, very happily, even though I congratulate. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm not going to really divorce him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> no, no, I would never divorce him. As long as you got the life insurance policy all set up, you're good to Thank go. Thank you. See, now you're a writer. Now <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking like me. If you divorce them, you get shit. If you get a big insurance policy and kill them, that's when you get all the money. I like, you're a very fast writer. And also, I love the way you segued before when I was talking about something and you went right into your movie. Beautiful segue. I want to commend you on that. Oh, thank you. I, I was afraid. I was afraid, As I did that, I was afraid when we go off air, you're going to say to me, and this no. is exactly why we don't want people like this on the show. Oh, no, no. Some, <laughs> some people segue so Most poorly. people don't know how to do it. <laughs> they do it so badly that even our people, our fans, when they write us, they say, tell that jerk next time to learn how to interview. You know, <laughs> but you did a beautiful segue. That, I oh, must tell you. you, very smooth and, and, and elegantly done. There you go, everybody. Again, this is Thomas Baldinger. Check out Who's Jenna on April 24th. Uh, follow him on Twitter at 624PRODLLC. And thank you so much. Good luck with the film. Stay in touch with us, and we'll bring you back for anything you got to promote. I love it. Thank you so much. Awesome, guys. Thanks, Tommy. Bye. See you again, Tommy. Tommy? That's what we call people in New Jersey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yo, oh, Tommy. Uh, Richard Adams is in the chat room. Hey, Richard. He says, Richard. tell Ron to take it easy on Doylestown. Glad you're happy. Miss seeing you. <laughs> Get it, Richard. 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 You're straight, married, and, and a car salesman. Nobody could be more respectable than you. Try being on this show, gay, looking gay in that town. Doylestown is a beautiful town. The people are not the majority. Where we live, they hated us. You guys, though, if you're in Doylestown, though, and you ever need to buy a car, Rich works for the Jeep. Jeep. That's how we got our big orange Jeep that we love, and he's the coolest guy right. ever. That Jeep was $47,000, and we paid $8,000. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. <laughs> and it was brand new. It was a brand new Jeep, and Rich gave us a good deal on it. Right, Rich? $8,000? Except he forgot to give us the wheels and the engine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had to pay $30,000 extra for the wheels and the engine. we right? got to say some hi to some other people, too. Uh, 
Uh, Patrick Talbot, who's Ghostly Beard on Twitter, is in the chat room. Hello, hello. Uh, Hannah Clive, I think, joined in the chat room. I don't know if she's still there. But anybody in the chat room, if I missed you, I apologize. And somebody wants your cup, which I think that that might be. I don't know who that is. My who is cup? that who says, I totally want Ron's cup? I think it, I got it at Sonoma. William Sonoma? Sonoma, the story I don't think that, I don't think that that was Goddess, because Goddess knows those cups. No, so but this, somebody else. Yeah, this is, uh, we, got, we got it in purple, green, all the colors. And, it, and they green. were like $5 or something. And they're big. And I got them in Sonoma. But not, what's the other one that I like with the $45,000 stove? Bear. Oh, no, 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 that's William Sonoma. That's William Sonoma. I got them in William Sonoma. That's how you can make. That's how you can start making money on this show. Ron, take some of those orange cups. You know, put Jimmy Star with Ron Russell, like you popping out, going hey or something on the cup. You know what? Twenty bucks really a pop. You know, you know what? Really and truly. Now this is fact, everybody out there. This studio is costing a lot of money that Jimmy and I paid for. We don't have sponsors. And I told Jimmy, I said, you know, it's fruit aisle because I work very hard on this show. I really do. It takes two hours of my time, my brain waves. I, 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 I don't, I'm not scripted. I have to create it. And every week I worry, am I going to be funny? Sometimes my hands hurt, my head hurts, my wang hurts, you know, and I have to go on the air. So you better if get to selling cups. Week, I don't know how to get a sponsor. Jimmy doesn't know how. When I did set the record straight, I was under contract to Time Warner. Time Warner had a million sponsors that said, we need a show. Then they would show them clips of my show, and whoever liked it came in. Uh, today, they don't do that. We're not under contract to anyone. We're free spirits. And we really would like to make some money, at least to reimburse ourselves for the thousands of dollars. And it's not even done yet. Where do we get the equipment, the, new, the, the, the lights and the sound boots and crap? Anyway. You know, we do this all for the love of people. Because it's fun. Everybody out there gets us free. We don't get paid. And I hope they appreciate the fact that we bring them every week laughter and happiness and fun. I'm sure they do. But they wouldn't turn it in. A, yeah, but if there's a sponsor out there, what the fuck is wrong with you? Come on. <laughs> there you go. All right. So here's what we got going on. First of all, we got to do some, some uh, commercials for where you can hear the Jimmy Star Show, starting off with... Uh, you can hear us every Wednesday, you guys, on W4CY Radio with the incredibly talented engineer, Mr. Chad Murphy. Nice. And we are on from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. I was waiting for Chad to go, oh, yeah. With the he fabulous did, Chad he did Murphy. It. He, he didn't might, do it loud, though. No, he did it modestly because you were still talking. Okay, he well, doesn't do what I do. Let yell at you. We're going to do it the same. We'll do it again. <laughs> with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> you know, Chad, Chad, Chad lost his voice just now because he's married. And, <laughs> so it uh, happens. Marriage changes your voice because you do a lot of screaming at the bitch, you know. You can hear us in Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Caliber Radio in South Carolina, and Society's Basement Radio. Um, we're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Apple TV, Speaker Podbean, and on television, we're on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. And also, if you're listening to us in Macy's bathroom, be careful. The cops patrol that bathroom all the time. There you go. There then, you go. also, you guys, this Saturday, April 7th, uh, if you're a big fan uh, and you're going to be in Nevada at the Silver Legacy Resort in Reno, Nevada, Saturday, April 7th, Postmodern Jukebox is going to be playing. It's Pat Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox. It's live at the Silver Legacy Resort. 
You can go to silverlegacy.com to purchase tickets and get 20% off a hotel room on the night of the show with the purchase of a concert ticket. And you guys, everybody should love Postmodern Jukebox. First of all, you can follow them on Twitter. It's at PMJ Official. Um, Silver Legacy is at Silver Legacy. Um, they've had more than 450 million YouTube views. They take top 40. They take hits of yes of today and make them like. Uh, they take hits of today and then they reimagine them like they're coming from like Ron's generation. They sing them as if it's coming from that generation. It's well, really really cool. Is that the Mayflower Landing? No, the little ones that are a little bit older than the people who are born right now. And uh, it's really it's really a cool thing. Google Postmodern Jukebox on uh, YouTube and watch the videos because they're fabulous. They did one for Miley Cyrus's We Can't Stop. They did one for Radiohead's Creep. I mean, they do new ones all the time, but, but these are really good ones. And the one that they did for Radiohead's Creep got 16 million plays and was voted one of the best uh, cover songs in 2015. They did Lordy Royals. I mean, it's really, really amazing, amazing stuff. And again... They're going to be playing Saturday, April 7th at the uh, Silver Legacy Resort in Reno, Nevada. So check them out and follow them on Twitter at PMJOfficial. I love it. I love po I watch them all the time. Oh. Postmodern Jukebox. What's that? The, what's that? That's the fucking people I just like told you all about. You want to I wasn't attention? listening. I told you I have selective hearing. Anyway, they're one of the greatest vocal groups I, I that they put together on the planet. You. Okay, well, it's a really good one, and... Uh, everybody should Google Postmodern Jukebox on Twitter and watch all the videos um, because they're super like amazing and probably one of the biggest viral YouTube sensations that's actually on YouTube. So it's really cool. And B. Claudia says that she she wants a cup with under construction on it. Oh, that's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> that's funny. Pat Grant wants a ball cup. I'll make you one. See, you guys It'll need to get in some merchandise. Go for it. I'm going to do the commercial. Everyone out there, would you like a Jimmy Star and Ron Russell cup? We can send it to you overnight. These cups purchased for $3,500. Wow. Yeah. Why? Because I put my lips on them like this. Look, when I lift them. Oh, oh. Wow. And then got a cup. We should probably like. With my dry we saliva should, on. We should do some stuff with that, though. We should Actually, like... if I pee in it and then empty it, you can have a pee pee cup. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. It could be Ron Russell's uh. pee pee cup written on it. Oh, I could say God. something else, but I won't go yeah, there. It's not, quite vulgar, darling. Yeah, Too vulgar. That is just terrible, though. That was just terrible. But we should. We should. It would be fun. We're going to manufacture G strings. Woo! I love it. Also, you guys, I want to thank anybody who voted for me in the Nashville yeah, Universe. Yeah, keep voting. No, you can't vote. The votes are closed for right Did now. Did you lose? I don't know. Uh, please, thank, I just want to thank anybody anyway, though, because I know I got some votes. And so anybody who voted for me in the National Nashville Universe Country Music Awards for Publicist of the Year, thank you. They're supposed to announce who makes it to the final round mm -hmm. or the next round or whatever, and I'm uh, hopefully hopefully we're going to like make it. Okay, about our studio, I'd like to get back to that. All the walls will be black. The floor will be dark gray. In this wall, which is a black wall, will be little twinkling stars. Isn't that pretty? The whole wall of stars that twinkle. So, so we're under the stars. When are we going to get twinkling stars? From your ass. We're going to pull them out the, strand by strand. That's probably true. Ouch. What kind of a question is that, where we're going to get twinkling stars? I've never seen twinkling stars. You never saw twinkling lights on a string? Yeah, but not stars. Oh, mamma mia, help me, please, <laughs> somebody help me. You paint on the black the silver star. You ever, ever go to Hollywood? You ever see a, a, a set? Yeah, well, all the sets I know. No, all the movies did you ever see the sets where it's a New York scene and they paint a building and the lights blink on and off like people live there? It's not real. People don't live in the wall, Jimmy. <laughs> 
It's a building. Well, we're going to do stars all over the place. Okay. More stars on my side. More stars on my side. Of course, I'm a bigger star. Okay, that's right. And fine. they're going to twinkle and, and glisten. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> well, it's going to make the show look alive. So when people fall asleep from watching it, the, the lights now, will twinkle. Sharon, do you guys ever fall asleep? They're oh. not ever falling asleep. Actually, they said pretty. That'll be nice. Wouldn't that be pretty? Grossly okay. Beard, Patrick says he'd, he'd, he doesn't, not sure that he would want the spit, but he'd go for the cup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, we'll be happy to send you a couple of three thousand five hundred dollars for Right. That's, That's funny. Right, he, he won't sign it. He'll lick it. Chad, you come up with a good idea. You want five percent? No, take it and run with it. We're going to sell cups. We're going to man. We're going to contact people and. Oh, you know what I really love. When I was at the, you know, we live with, it's a little snobby here where we live. The people have like famous sunglasses, Versace, Gucci, your mother's twit, you know, sunglasses. And I wore my fabulous sunglasses that I love, multicolored, like the gay flag. And on the side, it has what? Like an insurance company, some kind of an insurance company. We got them at Gay Pride. Yeah. So some queen sitting there, she said, oh, who are your sunglasses by? And I said, State Farm Insurance. She looked at me. She went, oh. Oh, I said, honey, let me tell you something. When I was at the Gay Pride Parade, State Farm Insurance gave a couple of million dollars to Gay Pride and AIDS. I will gladly wear their glasses forever if they keep supporting Gay Pride. So there, and she looked at me, she went, oh, I wanted to drown the little slut. Ugh. I don't, that one I'll never talk to again. That was a real pretentious twit. Twat. Twat. Twit or twat? Joan Rivers taught me the difference between twat and twit. Okay. As I said to her, Joan, sometimes you say twat and sometimes you say twit. She said, well, it depends on the mood I'm in and if my panties are too tight. He said, what the hell has that got to do with it? She said, because then I want to really say my twat's killing me or my twit. Anyway, this was in the green room. So we did about seven minutes about uh, panties pinching twits. I know it's not funny now, but when we did it, we were screaming, crying. We couldn't stop laughing. And then we had to go on. They said we should take a picture of us on the wall like this so we have it for posterity because it's a fun day. Everybody likes your under construction sign. I painted that. Here, here, I'll do one right now. Stuff. Say cheese. Cheese. Cups for sale. Perfect. Cups, cups. Got it. <laughs> I love it. So, Chad, is our, is our second guest on the air? That he is. Okay, so let's play a song and let's get him rocking and rolling. All right, what are we playing? What are we going to play? Let's play Andy Duquette. You guys, this is a new song. We've never played it on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Uh, the name of the singer is Andy Duquette. I think she's from Canada. The name of the song is Nothing On Me. It's a country hit. We love it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Here you go. We only have the best. No crappy songs. Never. Wasn't anything 
got nothing on me Make those cracks, you got nothing on me Push comes to shove, you got nothing on me Less is love, you got nothing on me Live your life, let me be You got nothing on me, nothing on me Nothing on me, available now on all the digital download sites. And now, before we get started, just say something. Let's make sure everybody can hear you. Hello? There you go. Everybody can hear you. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented writer, director, producer, actor sometimes, Mr. Adam Rifkin. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Happy to be here. I'm very excited to have you on. I've been a big fan of your work uh, for a long time when I didn't even know Thank who you. you were. But I didn't even know they were your. it was your work. But like you have some things that you've done that are super impressive. And we're going to talk about all of those. Let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi. And yes, hey. I will sign contract you sent me for your next story. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Adam. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, Chad. Good to have you. Then we have a chat room. I didn't know you were Jewish. He said brother. Oh. (laughs) Nobody got that one. That was terrible. All right. Then we have a chat room full of people. We literally, we have the UK, we have Canada, we have Germany, we have Australia, Australia, Ireland, we have like uh, Estonia. Estonia. Uh, Everything is represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, gang. There you go. Also, we have a spacecraft that's up there, and the aliens get us too. <laughs> They're my relatives. <laughs> We're all aliens. Did you know that? I, I, I had a feeling. <laughs> we are the descendants of the ancient aliens. You gotta like love it. All right, so so let's talk. And about I don't you. do drugs. <laughs> you and me both. Good for you. You gotta Adam. like love it. Good for you, Adam. Adam. Tell me about your film. And no, no, I, not yet. I want to. I want to go into the film later on. I, 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 I may die film? any minute. I'm old. You're not gonna <laughs> see, listen to him. All right. No, because I want to get to the Burt Reynolds thing. I okay, so get, everybody, listen up. Let me cut real quick. Burt's in your film. What's his deal? Is he well? Is he is he okay? Yeah, you know, every major talk show on the planet right now. <laughs> I mean, Burt's doing like, great. He looks fantastic. Healthy, healthy as an ox. Absolutely, he's, he's doing great. Alien too. He just keeps redoing himself. He keeps like fixing his body. He the last is in thing great, I, he's in great shape. Love it. The last person to see him was my dear friend Perry Winkler's daughter. And 
Perry Winkler was married to Lee Winkler, who was Lee's business manager. First business manager. Bert's uh, business manager before Times began. Before Bert was anybody. And she said that he was very ill, very frail, uh, wrinkled and old and sunken and skinny. He and looks great now. Find out what his, what his trick is. Find <laughs> out what he's taking. <laughs> so, all right, since you want to go with that. So, everybody, listen, Adam's got a new movie. Uh, it just came out, I believe, a couple of days ago. Uh, uh, it's available everywhere. It's called The Last Movie Star. He wrote it. He directed it. It stars Burt Reynolds, Ariel Winter, she Chevy Chase, Nikki Blonsky, and Clark Duke. I picked those because those are all people who I actually know who they are. I mean, it's got lots of other great people and talented sure. people in it. Um, it looks very, very good. In a minute, we're going to show you guys a trailer for it. Um, because we want everybody to watch it. It's really fantastic. And I want to say, number one, kudos to you because it, it looks really good. And since I've seen lots of your other work, uh, I know it's going to be a fabulous film. Tell us a little bit about Thank it. Thank you. Well, uh, The Last Movie Star is about an older man who used to be the biggest movie star in the world, but now has to face the reality that his glory days are behind him. And the events of the movie force him to reflect on his past and the mistakes that he made. And Burt gives a beautiful performance. And I wrote the movie specifically for Burt Reynolds because when I was a kid, Burt Reynolds was my hero. And uh, I, you know, he was the biggest movie star in the world at that time. Uh, and I also thought he was the funniest guy and the coolest guy. So he when I got older, what's that? He is all those things. That's right. So when I got older and I was making movies of my own, I thought to myself, I need to give something back to Burt Reynolds for all the years of joy he's given me and so many others. That's so, cool. so I wanted, I wanted to write a role for him that that he would hopefully uh, be excited to play, that he could sink his teeth into, and he could remind people what a brilliant actor he is. Because I think his movie star persona sometimes overshadowed his, uh, him as an actor. And I think his acting is brilliant. I mean, you look at Deliverance, The Longest Yard, even Boogie Nights, he was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, but people think of the more uh, action movies or comedies when they so think Or Smokey and the Bandit or something. Yeah, right. So anyway... So we sent him the script, and I said to his manager, I didn't know him, but I said to his manager, please tell Bert if he doesn't want to do this movie, I'm not making it. I only wrote it for Bert. And uh, the next day, Bert Reynolds called me, my childhood hero, and he said he'd do it. And it was an amazing experience. I love it. He's still Thank in Florida. You. He, he still lives in Florida, folks. But he sold the big plantation that he, remember the beauty, I, I went there. He had a spread with miles and miles of land and houses and horses and stuff. Well, he sold that. Now I understand he's in an apartment somewhere. So probably financially, you're doing a big thing for him also. A megastar like he was that was worth millions of dollars. Lee Winkler, who was his business manager, told me, no one could spend money like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> and I believe that Burt is broke. And I'm so happy. Don't say that. Oh, no, this is honest show. I don't bullshit like you. I, I don't. I don't necessarily know uh, that that is true. Uh, well, in fact, well, when I when I visited him multiple times in Florida, it was at a sprawling estate, not an apartment. So that so I think How that may be the estate you're talking about. How long ago was this? This was last year. And I guess he never stole it. That's yeah. very. I'm happy about that. I don't want. Yeah. I like Bert. I liked him. All, I've been with Bert many times: lunches, dinners, parties up at the Lee Winkler uh, house up in uh, uh, Beverly Hills. Um, I'm happy because Bert is really a genuinely nice guy. He's like a guy you could meet in a gas station while you're having your car fixed and have a big conversation with him. Bert never was a snob. Never did he down talk to anybody. Um, in fact, he was uh, sort of shy. Would you believe Bert Reynolds to be shy about many things? The love of his life 
was not Sally Fields as publicity says. The love of his light was that Swedish actress who committed suicide. When she killed herself, Bert was so beside himself that Lee Winkler rented a motel room and for four days Bert Reynolds was screaming, crying, smashing furniture. Inga Stevens, Inga Stevens was her name. Bert was crazy about her. And and she killed herself. I love him. Anyway, so anyway, let's go that's forward. That's a little bit about Burt Reynolds for everybody. He's fabulous, out there. you guys. Wait, hang on, Jimmy. Uh, this is sensitive for me. I know the man. Um, for for those of you out there who don't know who Burt Reynolds is, don't only think of him as a centerfold guy. Burt Reynolds has so many things about him that's fascinating. He's still handsome. I think can't lose those looks. And he would chuckle. He was a chuckle guy. Am I right? That's right. He's great. One of the great laughs of all time. And I think he should work all the time. And I think everybody out there should get him work. Just because we get old. I'm going to be 78 in May. I'm still looking for work. I'm a damn good actor. I could put, I could pull anything off. But, you know, they hear your age. I think you're going to die on the set in a day and a half. Actually, that's what I read on your... Uh, so on the on the uh, the last movie star on IMDb, I, I took the information off of it. And, and at the end of it, it said, On its surface, the film's a tale about faded fame. At its core, it's a universal story about growing old, which I think that's a topic that nobody wants to touch, except for you. And me. Thank Ron you. talks about and it on the line, but you really Adam. have, have kind of like taken a, a topic that's kind of taboo to talk about and are bringing it to light. And I think that's one of the coolest things about this film. Adam. Thank you. Listen, yes. Adam, listen to me. Are you right? You ready? Ready. Send me anything you have to promote this film. Thank I you. I will promote this film night and day, day and night. Facebook, Thank you. Instagram, all over the place. Okay? Thank you, sir. Thank I, you. I appreciate it. And I have 22,000 fans. I have four and a half million viewers. I can push. I push good. Excellent. Please do. Thank you. I, my people out there love me, right, everybody? Absolutely. I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass, and I tell the truth. And I think that you did a marvelous thing. I, I kind of love you already. I don't even know you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Baby. <laughs> Thank I want to say Thank to you, you, everybody in the chat room is saying that it sounds awesome. It's and you said something. Movie. You, but you said, uh, you know, for people who don't know Burt Reynolds, which in my head, I guess because I'm old, I have a hard time thinking there could be anybody who doesn't know who Burt Reynolds is. But but there can be young people, and I think young people will probably enjoy this too because it's got it's got people in it that young people know. I mean, everybody, uh, Clark Duke is in a ton of stuff. You know, he, yeah, he makes a Ariel lot of Winter is very things. famous off of Modern Family. Yeah, I mean, so you've got a, a stellar cast to go with it, and I think one thing I want to do before we keep talking about it is let's play the trailer for everybody to see it. But we can't see the trailer. That's, well, that's not your fault. Uh, I know that. We're under construction. Nothing <laughs> is working. Oh, yeah. You can, I can see that. We just moved to Palm Springs from we're, Pennsylvania. We're building the studio. We have lights hanging. We're echoing because we're in the wrong microphones. We have the wrong lighting. This show is a mess today. But uh, <laughs> I want to see you badly. So, uh, so hold on. Okay, I have one other point to make. Um, senior films, which I consider this to be, are grossing a lot of money now because of uh, that wonderful film about the gay sons you weren't looking for. Uh, oh, uh, many many films now have senior stars with young stars. That's yes. what they're doing. They're smart. They're bringing the senior audiences with the young audiences. Yes. And that's a yeah. wonderful thing that's happening. I'm so happy, Adam, for what you're doing. You're Thank you. On, you're on my thing. You're, you're, you're on my brainwave. So hold on, I appreciate Chad, it. Thank Chad, you. Chad, do you I, have I'm the trailer? I, yes, sir, I, I do. TCM. I used to have a television show for five years where I interviewed the legends of Hollywood. You named them, I interviewed them. Fantastic. And, 
None of them were Jane Russell, hello, my best friend, Laura McCall, Cliff Robertson. Amazing. Hunter, the list goes on. None of them were working. And my heart broke because... Unfortunately, we, we live in a society that's a little bit ageist. People don't want to admit that... Uh, very ageist. No, very ageist. Also disposable. Yeah. We spoke, we, we, with Europe, they have opera singers until they drop dead singing. And yeah. they revere it. Here, let me pass it on again to you, Adam, and use this expression. Lauren Bacall and I were... You know who Lauren Bacall is? One of the greats. I don't know. And I were having a chat. And I said, you know what? I, we have difficulty with the old movies. People don't want to see old movies. She said, Ron, stop. A movie is only old after you've seen it. It's a good fun? line. It's a good line. Use it all the time. When they yeah. say, oh, I don't like those old films. Oh, no. And I tell them, my movie's only old. Comment. She was wonderful. I like Lauren Bacall. So hold on. Chad, you got the video, right? Yes, sir. Oh, actually, too, we're going to give a shout out. Thomas Churchill's in the chat room, and he said Adam is amazing, and, and he was the reason. Like, he tweeted to me to have you on the show to promote the film, so I want to thank right. him for uh -huh. uh, doing bless that. Her. And uh, he's in the chat room, so just say hi to Tom. <laughs> hey, man, good to, good to hear it from you. Thank you again. Well, the, uh, good, the good news is uh, uh, Tommy just uh, starting a new movie, and I'm starring in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so here's what I want you to do. You introduce the film, Adam. We're going to play the trailer for everybody. Then we're going to come back and talk some more, but that way everybody like watching now can see it. Thank sure. You. So, so here's the trailer for The Last Movie Star, which premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival, where it was bought by the great distributor A24. And uh, this is the uh, trailer. Here we go. I got to show you this. What do you think? Well, you, you're being honored. He will be presented with a Lifetime Achievement Award. So what? You told him I was his 24-7 driving slave for the entire weekend. Look who the previous winners are. Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson, and Clint Eastwood. Oh, what? Hi. Mr. Edwards. Yeah. You should see this rat hole. You're there already. Just enjoy it. What the hell is this? This is the festival. Welcome to Nashville. Oh my gosh, Mr. Edwards, I can't tell you how excited we are to have you here. How are you? Thank you for coming to the film festival. Let's get you over to the red carpet. Why the hell are you even here? Because Clint and Jack and Bobby Darrow all won. You are the only one stupid enough to show up. There are things I've done. Where's Vic? He left. Sloshed. Yell bang. Bang. Oh, oh my God. I'm tired of feeling like a has-been. The number one box office star for five years in a row. Six. Six, I'm sorry. Better choices. Take the next exit. That takes a different road. Where are you guys? <laughs> He's on some weird memory tour or something. My God, here you are. I can't believe it. <laughs> Is it true that you doubled Burt Lancaster? I did double somebody on that picture. I had to fall off a horse in a dress. <laughs> That's why you took to look at him. An audience will forgive a shitty act too if you can wow them in Act Three. The Hollywood Critics Association awarded you Best Newcomer of the Year. That's the only time I ever agreed with a critic. <laughs> All right, there you go, Jimbo. Everybody, so that was the last movie star. It's available. Tell everybody where it's available for them to get it. It is available in select cities, so check to see if it's in your city. But it's also available simultaneously on all other platforms, so you can see it any number of ways.
Perfect. Now, about ageism and about this film. It's about an older man, old man, who's down and out, who's a has-been. Do you think the film's going to do good? Well, let me tell you something. Look what Norma Desmond did in Sunset Boulevard. It became the number one film. It became a Broadway number one pl play musical. And it's still running all over the country. So it goes to show you that stories about old people trying to make it back sells. Don't be idiots. Go see this film. It's got to be a great film. I'm sorry we don't have the trailer because we're all screwed up here. We do Lucky not. a two-by-four doesn't kill me now. <laughs> But seriously, this subject matter is sensitive. Bring your mothers, bring your fathers, bring your grandfathers, your grandmothers. Drive them if they can't drive. This is a film that must be seen. Burt Reynolds, who I adore, and as I said, I used to see him up in Char Place, in Beverly Hills with Lee and Perry Winkler, a lot. A darling man, a fabulous actor. Go see the film. Please do or rent it. the film. You don't have to go anywhere. You can rent the film because right. it's available on all the different right. platforms. So I, let's. I cannot wait. When am I going to see it? You're going to send me something? <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd love you to see it as soon as possible. Like tonight, when I'm in bed, I'll, I'll have <laughs> chocolate ice cream and your film. So listen Please. up, you guys. It's and a I deal. Will, and I will call you back and discuss it with you. And I definitely am inviting you back again now. I will invite you back in about a month or two or three. Let's give it three months. What, when is your film breaking? It's out now. It's out now. It opened on Friday. It broke yeah, Friday it came out. Let's get you back when we get the results. I'd love to. Fabulous. I think it's because I be love fabulous. what you did. I think it's fabulous. It's heartwarming as well so, as talented. So you guys listen up. How's you can the script, the truth? Is it a decent script? I like to yeah. think so. Are you happy with it? Is what I'm, saying. I'm very happy with it. I'm very proud of it. And I think, uh, I think the film turned out very well. And I think Bert is... Bert's performance in it is beautiful. Well, that we assume. I mean, there's not, you know, Bert Reynolds is an actor. He's been around forever. Don't forget, Lee Winkler picked him up when Bert Reynolds was like a teenager, and nobody wanted him. They said he couldn't see with those narrow eyes. They all said Marlon Brando eyes, they used to call him. And Lee Winkler became friends with Bert. Bert, this is before he did the sailor thing, where he was on a TV show as a sailor. Right. And, and Lee Winkler believed in him. Well, Bert stayed with Lee Winkler for 40 years as Lee was his global business management was Lee Winkler, my dearest friend in the world, Lee Winkler. He has passed away a couple of years ago. But his wife, who's 96, is still my dear friend, wow. Perry Winkler. She lives, Perry Winkler lives in Palm Springs. So hold on, let's go. I want to. So first of all, you guys, if you want to also keep up with all the updates of what's going on, Adam's on Twitter. He tweets his own tweets. You can go to at Adam Rifkin. It's R I F K I N. I want to talk a little bit just about your career, and then when we're when we're finishing up at the end, we'll do another push for Wait, the last one, one, one movie star. One more question. One more question, Jimmy. You can have the floor. What gave you the idea to do this? What prompted you to? He do told you already. No, I, I forgot. I'm old. <laughs> Well, because Bert, because Bert was my hero as a kid, oh, and because hero. I felt he I, I was, remember. I remember. Uh, uh, his, uh, he didn't get his due as an actor enough, so I wanted to give him a, a great right. role at this stage right. of his life. Right, right. I love it. I, I think the premise how, is, how, is so fantastic. We got, we got <laughs> <laughs> hey, my sweet, almost 78. Pretty good. You look great. You look great. So let me. I'm going to do some little bragging. And I don't piss myself either. Uh, because because you guys, Adam, because Adam is very like humble on his successes. Uh, I'm going to do like a yes. a little thing that I like to do for the people who come on because uh, we have a lot of people who come on who have been you know had great careers and very fortunate to work with a lot and of also, really. Also, we don't like it when you do it because our fans say, "Oh, he's so full of himself." <laughs> so we, we do it. Now here's what you do. I'm going to direct you as we do it. 
Go modest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I will. Go modest. Like, oh, stop. (laughs) <laughs> to, to get an idea of some of the people, and this is just some because I really did it really quickly today, uh, but these are some of the people that he's actually been fortunate to to work with and have in his uh, different films that he's written or directed, and uh, I, I think the whole writing thing is super like amazing. So we don't have a whole ton of writers on who aren't also like actors full-time and all these other things, so you really uh, have had a stellar career. And so here's some of the people, you guys, besides the people that are in The Last Movie Star, which I'll repeat, Burt Reynolds, Ariel Winner, Chevy Chase, Clark Duke, Nikki Blonsky. He's worked with Bill Paxton, Wayne Newton, Judd Nelson, Rob Lowe, James Conn. I love all the 80s people. Uh, mm-hmm. Lara Flynn Boyle. Um, he had a film called The Dark Backward, um, which was a top 10 film for the declared by the New York Post, which is like not like you know your neighborhood freaking newspaper. <laughs> really big deal. He's also worked with uh, Natasha Leone. I love her. She's fabulous. Vinnie Jones, uh, Tim Allen, Ali Larder, Gary Busey, Talia Shire, Lynn Shea, who's been on the show. Edward Furlong's been on the show. Sam Huntington's been on the show. David Arquette, Missy Pyle, Harry Hamlin, Ray Wise, Eric Roberts, Dennis Freena, Colton Haynes, who like is like one of the biggest stars on the planet Eric now. Eric Roberts, fabulous actor. <laughs> Love Eric and I'm Bob. sure there's a I lot heard. of other ones. I didn't bring oh, up everybody. You um, got a stellar star with Eric um, and Boyle. Thank you. Boyle is phenomenal. I have to tell you though, like, because okay, I'm a superhero fan. Like, I I have everything. I collect action figures. I do the whole thing. And I thought that Zoom was one of the greatest family films for a family film for kids Thank you. involving Thank superheroes. You. I've probably seen it like 30 times, literally. Like, Thank I watch you very it much. all the Thank time you. when it comes on. And and I that's actually out of all your great credits, because that's like. Maybe not your best credit, but to me, that's like my favorite credit because I think that is such a great – Thank you so much. It will stand the test of time, and anybody who's got children can show that film to their kids, you know, forever. It'll it'll stand forever. Don't you just love Thank our you, show. Thank you, sir. Don't you love <laughs> our show. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm having a great time. Enjoying it. Love it. You guys, he also did one of the segments for horror movie fans, uh, Chillerama. Um, Tim Sullivan, you know, has been on the show a bunch of times back in the day, and you did one of the episodes of Chillerama, which was a lot of fun. Um, he wrote, uh, I don't know, some of these things, I don't know if you wrote them or directed them, so I'm just going to give out titles, but but you have done a lot of cool family films. You did Underdog, you did Mouse Hunt. I wrote Underdog, I wrote Mouse Hunt. Small Soldiers, which I had all the action figures. Uh, I'm uh, uh, That's cool. Uh, uh, also as a writer. Um, and then Detroit Rock City, which is like a cult classic for the generation right after me. I directed that film. Um, and that film is just freaking like awesome. And anybody, Thank every, you. everybody, you probably haven't seen that, but you guys, everybody needs to see Detroit Rock City. It's like a total coming of age film about like I think it's four guys, right? Four guys going to see a Kiss concert. That's I mean, right. It is frick. And I have like the I have the two feet tall Kiss dolls that yeah, sing. Cool. And they sing. Um, so I think that, and I didn't pick out everything that you've done. I picked out all the things that I've seen and I thought were fabulous. But okay, like for one, such a young age, what a stellar career! Thank you. One, one quick thing, I will strike a bargain with you. Before I said I will promote your film for days, okay? Now yes. you owe me. You owe me. <laughs> I want you to please contact Stan Zimmerman. He might know Stan. Do you know Zimmerman. Stan, you know Stan Zimmerman? Zimmerman? I don't. I don't. For the Golden Girls. He wrote Gilmore Girls. Gilmore he's one of the writers Girls. on Gilmore Girls. He's got Girls. a hit play coming up in L.A., a big play coming up. He's a big shot. He's this from guy. L.A. He's in L.A. And you have to go see it. Anyway, <laughs> Stan, Biggie. He's written a thing called The Silver, Silver Foxes about four gay, old gay men in Palm Springs. I am blowing it out and supporting him like all over the place, and he's so right. grateful. Because it's, again, about ageism. Could you contact him? 
and say, just say to him, because of Ron Russell, I am supporting Silver Foxes. I would he love to. He needs to be supported because nobody wants to touch it because of the subject matter. Well, and I will touch it. I will, I will happily support it. Please do. Maybe you could get in on it or something. There's, there is money there to get the smell out there. There's goat, baby, goat. <laughs> is me or what am I going to do? I got to get these others. No, they have a, they have a really cool like concept going with the whole thing it's and it's going to be like and it's going to be like the Golden Girls with gay guys in Palm Springs. I think it sounds great. And guess who they got reading for it? What who? I know uh, they have a George Takai is playing one of the characters. Um Leslie Jordan is one of the characters. Uh, Lance, uh, uh, Bruce Valanche is one of the characters, and right. I'm not, I forgot who the other right. guy was. So they've got wonderful comics there, and of all kinds of different looks. It's going to be a hit show because Stan wrote for the Golden Girls. Come on, that's so, great. That's know, great. It's a great idea too. Somebody you should actually like know just know in general Stan. because he's really cool and he's got a bunch of Emmy nominations and stuff. Like he's really. I'd love cool. to. I'd love oh. to know him. I'd love to reach out to him. And he's a good. I love him. He's my new good friend. In fact, we're going in to see the play. We're having dinner. So I will tell him about you. But please, please. help support another producer. I would be thrilled to. You know what? He will support you. And right. he'll your Burt Reynolds thing out to his people. This is what it's all about. In my day, it was networking. Today, they don't network because they're jealous little fuckers. <laughs> he can't comment, but... Why should <laughs> should I promote his film and he makes all the money when I could be in that spot making the money? That was not years ago. Years ago, an actor helped an actor. See, Burt Reynolds, if I was a famous star, which I am, today, <laughs> I would have said to my director and producer, I want Burt Reynolds in my film. Yeah, and yeah. So let's, let's do it like Thank a, you. let's do a... Um, Thank you. A, uh, a bucket list, because so, you've already worked with some of the biggest stars on the planet and gotten to do. If you could have, if you could have worked on any film or written any film in history, you know, where you would have been able to either write it or direct it, what film would be the film that you would be like, oh, I wish I would have been involved in this film? Well, rather than rather than put it like that, how about if I tell you some of the actors that are no longer with us that I would have loved to have been able. There to work you go. With? Oh, he he's gonna love this. I would love. I would have friends. loved to work with Robert Mitchum. I think Robert Mitchum was super cool. Robert Mitchum was a drunk, a pothead. And when he was loaded, he wasn't a very nice person. Jane Russell was my dear friend, Jane Russell, who's my buddy I hung out with, loved Robert Mitchum, best friend. And Jane Russell said one night, Robert and I, Bob and I had a contest, who could drink who under the table? And Jane Russell beat him. Well, <laughs> he said to her, now that you beat me, I'll never get an erection again. <laughs> so she just, Bob Mitchum was a funny guy, but he could be a little bit on the uh, tough side. Oh, I have no doubt. But man, he was sure cool in the movies, and I would have loved to have worked with him. Handsome and talented and phenomenal. Go I would have loved to have worked with Betty Davis. <laughs> He's friends with her. Oh, oh great. With her at Le Moustache. She's sitting there with this little hat down like this and sunglasses and no lipstick. Now we finish lunch and she turns around and she says, oh no, she puts her lipstick on and says, more coffee. Well, a thousand queens that were in Les Moustache heard it and started screaming and they ran over. Oh, Miss Davis, Miss Davis, I love you, I love you, I love you. And all she did was say, of course you do. Of course yeah. you do. <laughs> That's great. 
<laughs> I love Betty. I knew Betty for many years, and she wrote about me in her book a little of this and a little of that. Except she screwed it up. She put me in England and not here at the at the museum. Did uh, you like Betty and Joan? Did you watch Betty and Joan? I did, and I and I did enjoy it. But I hear that it wasn't uh, entirely accurate um, uh, from people who knew the players. Olivia de Havilland absolutely adored Betty Davis. She was yep. Betty Davis' sister, best friend. Livy would never have said an unkind word about yep. Betty Davis. And I support Olivia on her suit now. That's yep. terrible. They made her out to be a nasty old bitch from Beverly, you know, Hollywood. Yep. Yep. Betty loved Betty hated Miriam Hopkins. Miriam Hopkins, she hated more than Joan Crawford, actually. She got a kick out of Crawford. She also always think Crawford was a cartoon character. But Miriam Hopkins, she said, was a snake, an evil upstaging bitch. I mean, like you're like my age. Did you know all those people like before? Like I, I honestly. No, he said he wished they were alive. No, no, to work no, no. Did you? You wouldn't I, want you to work with Betty. You didn't let me. You didn't no. let me finish. Let me finish, please. Because like we're about the same age. I never watched a Turner Classic movie in my life until Ron and I got until I met Ron. So up my until religion. five years ago, I had never seen a single old film ever, except for like Wizard of Oz. Like, were mm. you always kind of like a fan of the older films? And the, is always that, from the my, my all of my favorite films in my entire life growing up were made years before I was born. Decades before I was born. What, what first, are some of your favorite films? Well, my no, first love of movies. Hang on. I want to hear the rest of the people he wishes he well, <laughs> My first love of movies was monster movies when I was a little kid. Um, and that introduced me to the Boris Karloffs and the Bela Lugosi's and the Vincent Price's, who I worshipped. Vincent Price, I worked with him. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes, it was a film called uh, Breakfast or Lunch at Mummies, like a mummy. Didn't go anywhere, it was a bomb. Vinny, <laughs> Vinny was old, a hello. This uh, was 1967-68, and we right. all had to run down Hollywood Boulevard at sunrise because we were vampires, and we were exploding into dust, and Vinny was a vampire. So there I am, sitting on the curb next to him with a bunch of other people. That's what he was like. He sat on the curb. He didn't go in his Vincent Price chair, and we gabbed and gabbed. He had a wonderful sense of humor. I suspected he was gay, closeted. But a funny man and a delightful man, and Vincent Price, I truly enjoyed you. That's only uh, oh well, he's he's one of the main ones that I would have loved to have worked with. I mean, if he were alive, I'd I'd love to work with Vincent Tell, Price. Uh, uh, I love it. Wait, go tell me some of the some of the favorite movies, though. No, tell I us. Well, some of the other film. I mean, I was um, a, a, a huge fan of Billy Wilder movies. Huge fan of. Uh, of silent films, big uh, fan of um, uh, Buster Keaton, big fan of Charlie Chaplin, big fan of uh, Harold Lloyd growing up. Uh, I also loved, um, as I got older and I started to appreciate um, movies of, of, the, of the more uh, modern era, then I started becoming obsessed with The Godfathers and The Taxi Drivers and, and uh, Kubrick and, and people like that. But... Um, uh, so, you know, and that you know, eventually, as I got older, I just became a student of all kinds of film. You know, okay, love it. Now, let me say something. You built a fabulous foundation. That's why you're able to do today what you do because you have the history behind you. You didn't come in today to this moronic, stupid shit that they put on film, blowing everybody up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You came in when people were actors and had scripts and had words and said things, and you learned from that subconsciously. That's why I'm going to adore your film. Listen. Thank you. Did you ever get to Palm Springs? I do. 
call me. I want to have lunch with you with Jimmy. And I think we can really work out a lot of good stuff. You're very, in you're very interesting, and I want to introduce you to some people down the road from our historic leader film, preserving the great films of yesteryear. I think you I would could love be that. A, big, a big worker at that because you, you sure know your stuff. Thank you. I would love that. Yeah. I love and it. I respect the fact that you respect my era of stars. There was love nothing them. like Barbara Stanwyck or Joan Crawford or Betty Incredible. Davis. Incredible, yeah. Rita, Rita Hayworth, Lana Turner, who I knew. I mean, wonderful people. I love Hollywood history. Well, they were wonderful people. They were yeah. only abused by the studio. The yeah. studios abused them terribly. Yeah. But they were, they were very nice people who made very little money. They didn't yeah. get million dollar salaries. Yeah, yeah. Betty Davis got two hundred and fifty thousand a picture towards the end if she was lucky. That's not a lot of money. Yeah. I gotta love it. To work a full film, you know, that's a lot of months, three months of work. So you really, so anyway, yeah, I, I was just thrilled meeting you. I'm so happy you came on the show. Churchill thank you, likewise. Churchill, thank you, Churchill, for sending me this 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 what am I gonna call him? This Fighter, this 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 soldier. <laughs> so let's go back and let's go back and promote because we've got four minutes. So let's go okay. back. So everybody, this is Adam Rifkin. You can follow him on Twitter at Adam Rifkin. And watch his movie. We uh, the last movie star. It's out everywhere on all the digital download site places. You can rent it. You can buy it. Um, let's watch it. Let's support it. Let's make it a big hit. Let's make it number one on iTunes. Everybody, please. Uh, you get it and on please, iTunes. By the way, for people who for people who see it, please write if you like it. Please write positive words about it on iTunes. IMDb or iTunes or Amazon or Rotten Tomatoes. The more well, love Facebook. we get from, yeah, or Facebook, uh, the more love we get online from people out there who like it, the, the more we can write, uh, raise the scores, and uh, that just every little bit helps. Oh, absolutely. And everyone out there that does not have my, my Facebook number, it's Ron Russell Show. AOL.com is a hack on Facebook. All I gotta do is plug so in just, Ron Russell's just, show. There's another guy that says his title is The Real Ron Russell. So I guess his, his name is Real Minus <laughs> Anyway, go to The Ron Russell Show. Come on board. It's open to the world. And tell me about this film after you've seen it. And I will respect your yeses or noes. But there's only going to be yeses because it's fabulous. Well, if there's a nut job I hope so. It's an asshole that's going to do. I hated it. It was horrible. And I hate Burt Reynolds. You know, we and anybody who's coming in late, the name of the movie is The Last Movie Star. Uh, this is Adam Rifkin. He's the writer and the director. It stars Burt Reynolds, Ariel Winter, Chevy Chase, Nikki Blonsky, and Clark Duke. And it's about... An aging former movie star forced to face the reality that his glory days are behind him. On its surface, the film's a tale about faded fame. At its core, it's a universal story about growing old, and it's a taboo subject. We want to give kudos to you for bringing it up in the first place. And Thank you. for writing something for Burt Reynolds, because he was like my childhood kind of like hero icon and also. also, for all of you out there who are smug and smiling, you have choices in this world, growing old or dying. And if you grow old, Watch this film so you'll know what growing old is all about. When no one wants you anymore and you can't earn a living and you have to live on a stupid social security check that's less than garbage. It's a tragedy how America does not take care of its aging and it's old. We don't have the proper medical attention or the proper places to go to if we haven't any family and we're 80 and 90. We're living so long now. It's not like years ago, you lived to 50. That was called an old bag. Now, today, 90, <laughs> now I'm an old 95, bag. 100. 
Adam, you and I are old bags. <laughs> my, my, my grandmother, who, uh, who I was very close to, the great Libby Sokol, just passed away the other two nights ago at 97. Oh, my gosh. See that? Mazel. Anyway, Thank sad you. for her. But, uh, yeah, definitely, um, we're growing older. Look at my, my friend Perry Winkler, Lee's wife. She's 97. And she wears high heels, lipstick, hairdos, and gas like a real typical. Right. So, everybody, please support. I'm from Ocean Parkway. And I'm darling. I'm dying. I'm you guys, <laughs> please support. You know what she calls me? Ranola, darling, what's doing? <laughs> so you guys, please support support Adam Rifkin, support The Last Movie Star, follow him on Twitter, and let's get the news out to everybody that you know. If you see me tweeting about it, please retweet the tweets, and uh, let's bring a lot of attention to this fabulous film. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate thank it, you. and good luck with the movie. It. And contact me. Let's get together. Let's see what we can do about this film to get it out. I want to bring it to the Camelot Theater here in Palm Springs. I would I love that. Meet, let's talk. Let's see. I don't want any money, by the way. I'm doing this because no, seriously, I'm not going to say I want money. I, I, of course I don't you want don't. Money. I don't want money. We and never make this money. is my passion, and I'm doing it to give back to my. All right, business. everybody, we got to go though because it is 4:50. Adam, thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank, thank you. you. A great pleasure. Hey, everybody my in the pleasure. chat room. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week, everybody. Have a great weekend, Chad. You're a rock star. Show, Bye, everybody. I'm just chilling. Every star, you're all sitting down and designing. Why every man never thinking? What are we going to be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't test me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and known as Alfie. The one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. British punk, yo, what I want to be. Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. Take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right. You'll feel like.